Are you a teenager or a young adult? Do you want to learn what you would never learn in school? As in learn life enhancing lessons that would actually help you enhance your life? Have you been wanting to share a story? Share your story or share an experience others will learn from? Do you want to have fun and grow? Follow me, let's go. You have just stepped into the home for teenagers and young adults to learn, share, grow, and have fun while keeping it real, aka the Sweet and Sour Podcast. And I am yours truly, Abdulmuni Hikmat. Let me hear you say H to the I to the Q, to the M to the A to the T, Hikmat. H to the I to the Q, to the M to the A and the T, Hikmat. Yeah, my name is Hikmat and I am the host of this podcast. Welcome back, lovely sweets. Ramadan Karim to all my Muslim brothers and sisters in Islam. How has fasting been for you all? I hope it has been good. But for me, it has been great. Alhamdulillah. And mashallah, we're already in the last 10 days. Wow. This was pretty fast. May Allah make it easy for us. On today's episode, I have with me here Rafiat Akiwande, the host of the Queen Rafi Space podcast. And I really love this podcast because it is educative, not too long, and it's something you can, you know, connect with. There is there's the fun part on this podcast. So Queen Rafi, how are you doing? How has Ramadan been for you? And what are your plans towards these last 10 days? Hey, hello. Um, it's really amazing to be here. Thank you for liking my podcast. And um, for my plans as regards the last 10 days of Ramadan, I'm trying my possible best to make sure that I finish up on, you know, the Ramadan radio show that I'm hosting, um, hopefully. So I'm able to finish that as well. I would love to, you know, start to do a lot of tahajjud during this period. I haven't been keeping up with that this Ramadan at all. So I would truly, truly like to start keeping up with my tahajjud during this last 10 days. So yeah, that's exactly what I would be planning for this last 10 months, um, for this last 10 days of, of Ramadan as regards, you know, Ibadah-wise. Finish up on my radio show and also make sure that I am, you know, back on track with my tahajjud prayers. Me, I have really just been inconsistent with reading the Quran and, you know, yeah, doing some tahajjud too. And I pray that May Allah make it easy for us to be able to, you know, make use of this holy month well. So, um, so far, except from the Tahajjud, what other challenges have you faced during the month of Ramadan? Because definitely there are challenges. So what challenges have you faced so far? Amazingly, this year has been a lot different for me. Usually... I don't really have a lot of challenges when it comes to Ramadan, unfortunately, because I already not, I'm not so much of a big foodie, apart from being dehydrated all day and I hardly even go out. So um, I, I can't think of, you know, any challenges as regards, you know, other years. But this year has been quite different because I've had to host a Ramadan show remotely, by the way. So um, I've had to have, um, I've had to stretch myself a little bit. So what I would just say would be I've been sort of constrained on time 
yeah i mean i find myself walking uh, on the radio show for hours and hours and i'm not able to catch up on some other things that i would love to do so i think that's the only challenge i've had this year which is the challenge of time because before i knew like the time just spirals when you have something to do time just moves really really fast so i think that's the only challenge that i've had this 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 um particular ramadan the fact that i have not had a lot of time to myself to sort of involve in a lot of ibadah but you know i've been sort of challenging my intentions you know through this show and hoping that almighty allah counts it for me as an act of ibadah and every other person that i'm having to get on the show so okay before we delve into um this episode proper i, I would want you to um enlighten me on what the ramadan um, radio show is all about oh okay so the ramadan radio show that i've been privileged and blessed by almighty allah to host this year is actually for a network called the umfariha network and basically it's called iftar inspiration this um radio show he, he airs in abuja and kaduna and it's basically sort of like a 15 minutes radio show to just sort of inspire you know, uh, Muslim brothers of bring forth reminders using the Quran and the Hadith and talking on different subjects and touching on different topics, bringing in guests to sort of just relate their own Ramadan experiences using the different topics that we talked about. So, so far we've sort of looked at the importance of Ramadan, we've looked at strengthening family ties, we've looked at, you know, preparing for the last 10 days of Ramadan, we've looked at benefits of, of Tahajjud, we've looked at intentions, we've looked at the mercy of Allah, those kind of subjects. This is a just 15 minutes show. We were like bringing in Quranic verses, bringing in Hadith verses to just remind people and put people in that Ramadan spirit, you know? Just make sure that, you know, regardless if you're spending 15 minutes listening to that show, you're sort of reminded of the Holy Quran, you're sort of reminded of Hadith, and you're sort of reminded of, you know, an important topic on in Islam. That's- that sounds amazing. Good job you're doing this, sis. Unfortunately, I'm not in Abuja or Kaduna, so I cannot listen. But anyone listening to this podcast being Abuja or Kaduna, Queen Rafi will tell us, you know, the station to tune into to listen to the Ramadan special before Ramadan ends. So make sure you tune in. So um, for today's episode, I just wanted to, you know, talk on teenagers and young adults desisting from some certain acts during the month of Ramadan and right after Eid, we just jump right back into the things that we desist from. I just wanted to say a word or two to people like us because definitely some I'm, I'm not a saint, I'm not perfect, I'm not perfectly halal, you know, I still commit some sins and Definitely some of the things are like we stop some things during the month of Ramadan and right after we go back to these things. So what do you have to say to us? <laughs> okay, um, it's interesting that you'd bring that. Um, as for timing of the radio show, I think um, Capital FM in Abuja should be 3.30 and um, Supreme FM in Kaduna is um, 4.45 p.m. So um, as regards young people and teenagers, and I don't think that this is actually specific to young teenagers, but I mean, I'm guessing those are your, you know, target audience for your podcast. So I'll talk on that. I would just say that think about the amount of joy and the amount of peace and the amount of amazing sweetness you enjoy when you sort of do all those good things in Ramadan. You feel a little bit more closer. 
I mean, we, we, were, we were once young as well, and we used to have that time where, okay, yeah, Ramadan comes, and we just, you know, start doing good, and Ramadan goes, and we go back to it. But the truth is, one fantastic thing that, you know, the Holy Prophet Muhammad Wasallam, I don't know if it's the Holy Prophet Muhammad Wasallam now, or if it's a Quranic Hadith, says that the way you know that your Ramadan has been, has been accepted is how you don't go back to those bad things that you were doing before Ramadan. But as human beings, it can be very hard to sort of be able to carry on with all the activities that we were doing during Ramadan. So what you can do to yourself is, okay, see, this Ramadan, I was consistent in my five daily prayers. After Ramadan, I want to promise myself to keep being consistent in my five daily prayers. Or this Ramadan, I started to wear the hijab. After Ramadan, I want to keep up wearing the hijab. And then you can, you know, maybe drop all the other acts that you've been doing and just consistently do that one because there's a hadith of the holy prophet that says that the deed that is that's is close to almighty allah's heart that almighty allah loves is a deed that is small but consistent so out of all of the good deeds and things that you got up to in ramadan you can pick up one thing you know that you just want to keep up with it could be your, you know acts of charity it could be your five daily prayers it could be you wearing hijab it could be you trying not to make yourself you know flare up in anger it could be you trying to control the kind of curse words that you use but just look out for that one thing and you know take that thing continuously outside promise yourself to take that thing outside of the month of ramadan and actually actively work towards taking that one good deed outside of the month of ramadan if you continue to do that hopefully before you say you have like two three or four ramadans you've mastered so many acts of of, of good and you've even started to feel like you needed to add more onto that they all might tell continue to make it easy for us because you know it's, it's, it's not easy to continue to, to to um it's not easy being a muslim it's not easy being a practicing Muslim, but it is your job to continue to strive and to continue to hope and pray that Almighty Allah makes it easy for you. Wow. Okay. That 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 sounded so nice, and it actually made a lot of sense to actually just pick one thing you want to keep on doing even after Ramadan ends. And I, it's it is something I would sure pick up. Um. So I want you to um, enlighten us also on, you know, things we can do, you know, during the last 10 days. Definitely some people know some things, you know, as, you know, performing, you know, motor hardship and all. But maybe just little things, other things that we can also do to increase our ibadah in the sight of Allah. And so just enlighten us on those little acts of just those little good deeds that we can do to, you know, make our Ramadan count. Well, may Almighty Allah make all of our Ramadan count. And, you know, this is this is not just going to be a reminder for you or anybody else listening. It's just going to be a reminder for myself as well. I would say do a lot of cha- um, acts of charity. And I know for young people, it might look like, really, I don't have the money. What would I do? I mean, if you see something on the road that is not good, say stones or or anything that can injure people, do your best to remove it out of the road if it's something you can handle. You know, smile at people. If you see your fellow Muslim sisters, say salam alaikum to them. You know, if you see your fellow Muslim brother for the brothers, say salam alaikum to them. I, I noticed that a lot when I came to, where when I moved down to um, Lagos, a lot of sisters see you and they say salam alaikum to you and you say salam alaikum back. It's really amazing. And that's also an act of charity. And that's something we can definitely do, even not just within the month of Ramadan, but outside the month of Ramadan as well. Another thing that we can sort of do during this last thing is I think a lot of people overlook that is a lot of zikr. 
a lot of zikr even if you're not able to wake up for a lot of tahajjud throughout the day do a lot of zikr and zikr you can do zikr anywhere everywhere that you find yourself you know from subhanallah alhamdulillah the 99 names of allah do a lot of zikr and um, i would also say make a lot of dua make a lot of dua make a lot of dua for yourself make a lot of dua for your future self make a lot of dua for your family members make dua for every single person that you know you know just saying you know almighty allah making dua for everybody that i know and when you're making your duas be be very specific be very you know get down to the details of exactly what you want almighty allah to do for you and don't be afraid to ask him of anything from long hair to the most important and the big things in your life for for school for work for your family for your dad for your mom ask for anything at all pray as much as you want if i pray like you're not ever going to work you know so pray 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 say a lot of dua say it in whatever language you understand and a lot of zikr as well like i said subhanallah alhamdulillah allah akbar just keep repeating that as many times as you can even if you forget yourself you know even if you forget when you remember start to do this over and over and over again and i know that this last thing is many of us say oh i don't want to go for tarawih prayers because i want to wake up in the night and then we don't end up waking up in the night and then we didn't go for tarawih either try to go for your tarawih prayers try as much as possible to go for tarawih prayers don't say because i want to wake up in the night let me leave my tarawih pray your tarawih prayers praying in congregation is amazing you know and in the last 10 days of ramadan it's just more special you know so pray your tarawih prayers as much as possible i think those are just some of the things that i would love to add and this is also a reminder to myself as well by the way so well just before we conclude um regarding the tarawih prayers um i feel like a lot of times women you know don't really there are more men than women in the mock for tarab prayers and you know that's because they are the ones that cook for for him so who they cook for iftar you know they clean the dishes and shout out to every you know woman that does all these things you know from the little child that washes the plate to the one that cooks the food to the one that serves to the ones that you know just make sure that everybody is Everybody is able to eat for iftar. Shout out to you guys. And thank you so much, Queen Rafi, for coming on the show today. I'm so happy. I'm so glad I got to know you. I'm so glad I got to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, shout out to all the women. But at the same time, um, our brothers should understand that you should definitely help out in cleaning and all of that. Um, Ramadan shouldn't be seen as that time where women have to go through so much stress and miss out on, you know, all of their acts of ibadah and stuff. And uh, and stuff. I want to now also say maybe if we have like mothers listening or something, you can make this easier. You don't have to do elaborate meals, you know, all the time so that our sisters can also get an opportunity to sort of join and get the brothers involved in cleaning, get the brothers involved in washing as well. You know, let everybody be hands on deck. I mean, <laughs> it's everybody's job to be able to do these kind of things, you know. And if the sisters are handling iftar, maybe the brothers can handle sahur. And maybe you can sort of make your sahur meals at iftar time so that, you know, you have more time to do like your hydrogen and stuff and all you have to do is just preheat the food during support stuff like that but yeah it's been amazing um i've been here on for the podcast i i am really grateful to be here and thank you for all your kind words um have a good you can connect with us on instagram at sweet and sour pod also join our facebook group at sweet and sour podcast 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. Remember that sweet and sour, our life remain ours. And until I come your way again, I'm going to be your host. H to the I to the Q to the M to the A and the T. Hikmat. Don't let any fucking buddy keep you from having an amazing week. Goodbye.